0: Welcome to another episode of Early Work, the podcast in which I get my performer guests to read out the creative things they wrote or made when they were younger, ideally teenagers, maybe a little bit older, maybe a little bit younger. This week's guest is the comedian and actor Tom Rosenthal, friend of mine, one of my oldest friends in comedy, who came in and brought some stuff I never would have expected. It was absolutely insane. His stuff, he wasn't just reading it. He has recordings of all of it, right? And he, he hadn't listened back to it himself, so he didn't remember any of this stuff. He, he's cringing live at himself, Also, you'd expect. He was actually quite proud of it. He was actually insanely proud of it. But it was incredible. He had some public speaking contests that he had done that were a bit dodgy morally in the modern world. And he also had some raps that uh, you were probably already thinking are dodgy in the modern world. Um, but he invented an entirely new genre of rap, which uh, I'm fascinated for you to hear. And... If you're lucky and you make it that far through the podcast, you get to listen to a parody rap that I did when I was <clears throat> 19. So, enjoy it. I'm going to go and have a cold bath for a year. Stepping up to the early work podium today is none other than Tom Rosen Rosenthal. Hello, Tom. Stepping up to the podium suggests that it's already been done, right? Well, oh, yes, yeah, sorry, I meant the sort. Well, what, what I. What to, my I think what to? you meant to say is plate. Stepping up to the plate. Yeah, oh, wait, so I'm not thinking reference. of this as a sporting thing, it's more of a speech. Oh, I see, the lectern. The lectern, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Podium yeah. is when you've won or come second or third. Yeah, well, I mean, you'll be the judge of that after <laughs> you Well, yeah. Tom, for those of you who don't know, is probably best known for being very pedantic, but also <laughs> uh, for appearing in a documentary that my brother made, a Talking Head documentary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, in about, Edinburgh 20... Was it about comedy? 2009, 2010. I remember doing the interview, but I don't remember anything that was said during it. No, I, I also think it's remember been that subsequently, he got me some uh, discount Apple products. <laughs> well, there we go. Today's podcast is sponsored by <laughs> Samsung. Um, we did a talking head documentary that my brother and his friend Ali made, and it was me, you, Joe Lysett, my mate Liam, and a lady called Lisa talking about our careers, given that we were all open micers essentially. Yeah. All doing, like, we were doing, like, 10-minute sets, and then he was just, like, he basically said, "Reese, we want to just make this thing where we just interview a bunch of, like, performers about why they're doing what they're doing. Can you get, who can you get us? And I was like, I'll get you some big names. <laughs> right, who's on the open spot scene that I'm aware of? Turns out, almost every, a high percentage of that documentary went on to be successful in those yeah. uh, well, areas. As I, I did the Lunchtime Club in 2011 and on the poster it said,
2: see them before they were famous. And like it turns out that Rob Beckett and Joe Domit did actually get
0: really famous. That, that's yeah. always a lie, surely, when it's like, they're not famous yet, but they will be. Yeah, I mean, so, if you take all the times that a poster says see them before they're famous, yeah. I'd say that I'd is say, absolutely the minority.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Don't rely on that as <laughs> a pitch. <laughs> were you also well known for driving me to my first ever paid comedy gig? Ah, uh, was it in uh, Peterborough? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> Full <laughs> foot. What do you remember about this this gig? It was the first time I got paid for comedy. It was very exciting. It was lively, you wasn't it? Had been paid before. It was rowdy. Yeah. Do you remember I, what I happened remember to you while really you were on stage? And... No, no. Go on. You just started. Opening up to audiences and telling them that your dad is the sports broadcaster, Jim Rosenthal. Uh Uh-huh, go on. And you'd done it literally about three times on stage. And then you were on stage at this gig, maybe for the fourth time you were saying it. And then during the routine, your dad phoned you. Oh, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Ever the professional Tom Rosenthal with his phone on in his pocket. And then the audience were all like, well, we love him, answer it. So then you answered it. Yeah. And they went mad. And that was the turning point of the gig. They became very rowdy after that. It was Their expectations were too high of... I was... (laughs) Really scared about talking about
2: him being my dad because I didn't want everyone to... like That to be the thing that we knew about me, really. I wanted to try and become a kid meaning by myself. But then I found out that when you go to scary towns and you say it, it gets them on side way Makes better than my personality. You. It <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't warm to me, but I very much had a lot of fun feeling towards my dad. I might have actually just pre planned that to get my dad to ring me. I was, it was going to be a tough gig, Dad. They're all like, oh, so ring me at this <laughs> time. you just got to hope the gig isn't overrunning. Every night,
0: Jim Rosen's texting him. I'm going on now. I'm going on now.
2: <laughs> God. And no, you did... I don't remember that. As I said to you before the record, I remember basically nothing of my life. Yeah, well, uh, I'm looking forward very... to this
0: nostalgic podcast. <laughs>
2: But uh, that was uh, I that being really scary. And I remember you doing very well. I'm thinking you were very funny, and also just generally you know, that that gig. I mean, comedy's always scary,
0: but that gig was scarier than that gig was nuts. It really kicked off later in the gig. It really kicked off, mm. but then we had a lovely. Uh, we basically had a uh, like a road trip. Yeah, what was it called? What am I thinking? A tailgate. We basically had a tailgate yeah. with Paul Foote in a separate car. Stopped at the same services. He bought me a sausage. Right. <laughs> Tom, if I had to guess what you were like at school, mm. and I do because it's the first format point of the show, sure. uh, I would say sporty, social, confident. <laughs> <laughs> but you strike me as the sort of guy who would always have projects on the go at school. Uh, for example, you'd like be the sort of person who would buy a camera and then get your mates to try and make their own version of jackass. I mean... Uh, but you'd be directing it. Or... You were the sort of person who'd try and organise sort of like a mini Glastonbury at your own school. Right. You, I'd say you're a bit closer on the first
2: one than the second but one. With the jackass one. I feel like you've you've watched my uh, um, secondary school YouTube output. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, which, I haven't watched it. It was a big output, was it? Within it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, I'm not, uh, not viral, it didn't even go semi viral, but it, it was. Uh, but it did feature a, a KSI paradigm. and Logan Paul. <laughs> A parody video of uh, "Pimp My Ride" called "Pimp My Toaster" um, it was the real zenith of my secondary school output. Yes,
0: I'm, I'm not so on good YouTube anymore
2: because it's obviously extremely embarrassing, but genuinely quite well made. I made the like video at the end of school for like the levers thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Where I uh, walked into school with like the handy cam of the time, and then I did the whole walk to seven and a half minutes walk or whatever, and sped it up in uh, iMovie put the soundtrack to like American Beauty or something underneath
0: it or like Requiem for a Dream or something and everyone everyone watched that and they were crying and stuff so. oh, it's just that classic teenage faux depth, isn't it it's just that like I'm going to make this so emotional And what am I going to do I'll just use something else that was emotional yeah. I'll just exactly copy it something down, else
2: just put a bit of movie in it was that
0: the whole video the whole Leavers video was just that walk as uh, as if this is, we'll never no, do this walk no, again no
2: no no so the first half was the walk right <laughs> and then the second half was like slow like dissolves of all the rooms and then just like like panning over
0: people's faces laughing like everyone in school (laughs) like (laughs) yeah man it was but that was it so there's no content it was just a music video well the
2: dvd was actually there was a few different things on it someone else did a sort of quite funny thing tristan who actually was also in my uh my ride parody I don't know, what do you have at school? Did you have, like, people who were, like, funnier than you at school and uh, uh, now have not d- decided to pursue a career in
0: comedy? Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause it's laughs> th- thousands. Yeah. <laughs> but I always... I think everyone... Like, most people were funny at school.
2: Y- yeah, well, I, there was a few... Tristan was definitely one and this guy called Sam Lee and he's now like the head waiter at the Chiltern Firehouse and all that just these like (laughs) naturally like charismatic people who just don't decide to when they say something funny
0: go home and like type it up and say I'm going to say that again well the thing that's the thing isn't it (laughs) with the naturally charismatic people who are naturally charismatic at school they don't need it (laughs) <laughs> right, because they were always fine. Like generally it's happy. people like us who watch them and go, I'm going to be like that, but I'm going to do it by preparing every day before I go to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he made some stuff for the DVD.
2: Yeah, he made a sort of funny, witty commentary where he was taking the piss, which, again, when you look back at it, but some of the jokes are a little bit off colour. They're not very woke, but, uh, you know.
0: Different time. Different time. I mean, I know that's a phrase people say, but it also was the time well, where really the time. two most popular comedians were Jimmy Carr and Frankie Boyle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that is the sort of joke that there was. I mean, I recently found an old student uh, newspaper that I uh, edited and co-created, <laughs> <laughs> and in it, my brother, the aforementioned, had written this like article. He wasn't even at the school anymore; he's three years older than me, and this would have been in sixth form. We just said, "Oh, we need some fill more space," so he wrote some gags, some like topical gags, and some of them are a little bit dodgy. But at the time, it was like they're pretty tame for, compared to the Frankie Boyle era of what was yeah. going on. But that was what. Com- the mainstream comedy was at the time. And I
2: guess, you know, Frankie Boyle and Jimmy Carr so what you like about them. There is probably a little bit more working under the surface than just like a blanket like effect. Oh, they were better than my brother, yeah. And and I think when you're a kid you don't really realise that. It's, just yeah. it's funny to make fun of people who are different <laughs> <laughs> the things they can't control to
0: make their lives worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it's easy. <laughs> That's the crucial point. When you 16, <laughs> you can't do it. You want to do it. So those DVDs are they being? Were you what were they released? Were you giving it, hand got, them out? I've still got one. Yeah, I don't know if
2: anyone would like to buy them. I might, I might put them up for a limited time on YouTube. Get uh, in touch for the next, Get on the Twitter. Yeah, for um, for this podcast, I'll give it. I'll give you a month of the
0: slow mo.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I did actually notice you filmed yourself walking to the studio today. You to speed that up. <laughs> And so it was DVDs and you had a YouTube channel and that had pit My Toaster on it. Yeah. Later made famous by a uh, Pimp My Ride routine that you used to do earlier yeah, exactly. your stand-up was, career. Was you obsessed that. with Pit My Ride.
2: Yeah, it was a funny show. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes. fair enough. Pit it was a funny show. It wasn't it was, punching down. It was <laughs> <laughs> doing very well. These are people with hydraulics in their car <laughs> punching up big time. <laughs> Spoilers! Um, what other stuff would you have had on that YouTube that TV oh, TV channel? Oh,
2: that's a tough question to answer. Um... Oh, my God, I remember that. Oh, this is really bad again. I made a video called the 30 Euro Chav Challenge. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: oh, my God. that's oh. So I went on holiday, and I was, like, you know, myself, wearing, like, whatever, Ralph Lauren polo shirt, sort of, like, well-to-do, Jim Rosenthal's son. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's all right for me living in Berkshire. And I came up with the, you know... S- semi-comic but semi-hideous idea to spend 30 euros in, I think, Mallorca at the markets to give myself a complete outfit change to dress as chavy as I could wow. with 30 euros. And uh, it was what? just me going into the shops and talking to the people and assessing what to wear. I ended up with, like, an, Engla- an England sort of skull cap, right, and then, like, <laughs> a fake England shirt and some, like, bulldog tattoos... And then I, um, the end of the video is quite funny. Actually, I just went up to people trying to be their friend, and like no one would be my friend. <laughs> and then again, the end of the video was like quite sad music, of me sat on the beach by myself.
0: Was a really lonely chav. Actually, anyway. okay, there you go. It Does have a message? Yeah, exactly. It, it actually has quite a woke message. Like, don't change which is... yourself to try and fit in. No, sorry, no, no, no. go on. What's your? The... <laughs> That's another message here. <laughs> the message is... I'm trying to spin this, so, you don't get... <laughs> so this isn't the last ever, ever episode of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to spin this to so say the message is that people don't treat. "Quote unquote chavs" as regular humans, given that you were treated differently when you were dressed differently. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's so it. you were t- highlighting yeah, that, that these cool. people are ostracised for no reason. That, that was the message, Tom. That's what you were aiming for. That's with the toaster problem. thing, got no idea where you go with that. <laughs> it's just a good gag, mate. Just a sweet, it's just clean old power. Talking about toasters like they're talking about cars. How, what, so that's really good, actually. How were you pimping it?
2: Just put in uh, flames on it. So yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We, you know, they'd always say we're going to put some twenty twos on this <laughs> <'Cause> it's, like, <laughs> it's like a wheel rim side. So yeah, 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 stuck some twenty twos on the touch. <laughs> That's
4: quite
0: good out stuff. Different font twenty twos. That's not bad stuff. How old
2: were you then? And he was, he was going on about the different skins he was going to put on the. I mean, again, it was Tristan being funny. I was just filming it. That isn't it. I'm putting all the weird MTV sort of uh, filters on it and stuff. Uh, how did you know I how to do that when 13, you were what? 40, oh, geek. Like, absolute geek, yeah. Like, I, I taught myself Photoshop, and I taught myself Final Cut very young. And, like, I'm so glad I did that. I have literally no idea. As I say, my upbringing was really nice. Like, my parents didn't make me get a job. They were just like, focus on your schoolwork. And, I, I, I you know, I did do that, but also you still have a lot of time. So I just learned all this, like... I learned how like, to touch type, and I, and I learned anything that I felt could give me, like, a... a Computer savvy ability, and so you know when when you do Photoshop when you're 14, other kids at school think it's magic. Yeah, like I would go in every day with like a would made like a parody film poster with like someone from the class in it, and I know it sounds really lame.
0: Maybe at other schools you get beaten up for that, but at my school everyone was I was like,
3: <laughs> wow, really impressive, that's
0: amazing. No, I think to be honest, I think that was the sort of thing that people were always jealous of because it you could make things so cool, and especially the editing thing. There was always there was always a couple of guys who were just like. Oh, that Dan has a camera and it can edit us skating, yeah. <laughs> into these montages where we all look really cool I, with a fisheye lens. It's, I
2: mean, it is lame thinking about it. But whenever I had got set a project in any class, I would always make a video, and so everyone always wanted to be with me so I could make like a, they, they could be in one of my dumb videos. Like I remember for philosophy. I made a video and I
0: was dressed up as René Descartes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, actually, this is unique to your school. (laughs) This is nonsense. How are you not getting beaten up for this? Uh, Yeah, I mean... And what were you doing in the video? Oh, just talking
2: about the Cartesian demon and... And uh you know. It's Quite alienating actually this no, really so. <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, I just had a long wig and uh, I remember distinctly the philosophy teacher being quite annoyed that it was not at all about philosophy and it was just us just
0: pitting about. An you know, excuse for you to, to dress up. Do a performance. Exactly. Did you um did you stuff. do much performing? Uh, my career would uh <laughs> yeah, to be honest. <laughs> I've seen plebs. Um <laughs> <laughs> Did you do uh much performing outside of things you'd film? Did you do much live performance at school? Um, I didn't really do the plays mainly because
2: I, I I wasn't that into them. I thought they were a bit naff. And then and one, that's you saying that. One year, <laughs> exactly. You seen plebs.
0: <laughs> uh, and, uh,
2: and then one year, the drama teacher was like, "Hey, listen, Tom, you, I think you're good. Uh, I want to put you in the play. I've, if you're if you audition, I'll give you a good part." It's Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, and I was like, "All right, fine." <laughs> I, yeah, I went along. I did an audition. I was like, oh, "Pretty good," I thought. And then I was like, I should have been the Artful Dodger. And he gave me, like, factory man number two or whatever. And I just was like, I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm never working for you again, mate. And like, it was like, that's the biggest reaction of my entire career. And, I've, and I've, I've used it to sort of motivate me. That feeling of being put as factory man number two when you should have been the Artful
0: Dodger. But that, happens, that, that happens all the time where you're told, we want to see you for this. Yeah. And then you go in and then you get offered something terrible. Yeah. I, I, or I, I, that only happened to me. You're a successful actor. I,
2: I've, I feel like that's the only time it's happened to me. Oh, really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but well, the amount of factory parts that I've actually taken because I wanted <laughs> the cash. <laughs> that was you, you. You replaced me in that play, of course, and you were very good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So I did. I did um, like house drama again, which which is like where you write the play yourself and you like direct it and stuff. So. Can you remember any of those sorts of things? Yeah, we did. We had one year. We had to do a carry-on parody <laughs> again. It's just to so not woke. We did, a, we did, like, Carry On NHS or something, where we had to... And luckily, I had the kid who could, like, play a piano and write songs in, in my house as
0: well, so our play was just well good. God, it really yeah. seems like you... Was you just got a good team around you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's a really Oscar speechy, this. Just like, I just want to thank. It's all, A lot more people than you know go into making something like this, Carry On NHS. What was Carry On NHS? Just a bit of ooh in a hospital. Yeah, exactly. Like, really weird, because obviously like all the girls in it, we were like 16
2: to 18. We had girls in our sixth form. And so it was like teachers helping you to write like lewd books Parody things about how big the boobs were of these like sixteen-year-old <laughs> <laughs> girls, and you're like, guys, like, oh my I was god! Like, oh,
0: sorry. Are the teachers
2: male? Yeah, I mean, majority, yeah. And in, in in this, um, I mean, you know, they'd say it was drama, and they'd say it was like a sort of homage to the way that we used to do comedy. But you're still then just doing that comedy. Yeah. For all these parents. I mean, that like, if, if if your daughter is in a play and someone's going like, ooh, matron
0: about her, like,
2: <laughs> tits, how is that a sanctioned educational practice?
0: <sighs> oh, uh, God. Yeah, so I write one of those. Did you do any, like, did you write any, like, sketches completely independently of, like, being in drama? Did you ever do any sort of, like, oh, we've written this sketch and we're going to perform it in assembly type stuff?
2: So I, di- I didn't do anything like that. Um, we had house public speaking as well. I mean, my school, Reading Bluecoat School, absolutely incredible for, like, extracurricular stuff. Like, if you are a person like us at that school, especially when I went there, was just absolutely brilliant because they, they did give you... I mean, they say house drama where you? you write your own play and put mm. it on and cast yourself and direct it yourself. And then we did uh, every year as a public speaking competition where you would... Some people would do, like, a persuasive speech where you just have to, like, set out an argument. Some people would do, like, what was called an after-dinner speech which was kind of like stand up like the premise was you had to do an after dinner speech for like a group of like rock stars or you had to do an after dinner speech for like all the famous uh, politicians or something like that and then you just do jokes about them it, it was it was a weird way of just basically framing doing jokes
0: essentially it's a course on how to do a corporate
2: y- y- yeah exactly yeah. <laughs>
0: you learn how to do corporate gigs at school <laughs> That's a, Wow, what a posh school that is. There's going to be <laughs> a lot of corporate dollar when you get out of here. I know when you're looking like a fool. And they also had to do one when it was like impromptu,
2: where you get the title of the uh, speech and you have to write a speech in two minutes and the speech's got to be five minutes long, which is basically, you know, wow. like, like, emceeing or whatever. It was like
0: That's terrifying.
2: That uh, terrifies me now. Yeah, it was really hard. And these are competitive. And obviously, and you're doing it in front of a whole year as well. So, I mean, I get really scared before gigs, but I remember getting really scared...
0: Because I really wanted to be funny. What a good buffer, though, before you did a first. Well, this gig. is the thing.
2: Like, I, I left school being like, how do I continue that? I really liked getting attention for saying stuff and being able to prepare something to say and then saying it and people laughing at it. And like, it was just, it was like a perfect training. That's why I think I started stand up when I was like 17, 18, because I'd had this school so, that already sort doing of it. like trained you. Were you being funny in these speeches? Well, I was being funny than the other kids. I don't think you'd say I was being
0: funny. I don't know. Was like, Tristan not in it?
2: No, I he didn't. He's not the kind of guy who sit yeah, down and just naturally write him down. funny. Doesn't yeah. need it. <laughs> uh,
3: Doesn't
2: need the clap. No. It was, generally, people who got attracted to um, public speaking were the people who wanted to be politicians. Who wanted to like debate and set out like you know their arguments. And and I was just sort of an idiot who wanted to sort of show off being funny. Uh, and so I do remember that being my thing. Am I right in thinking one of the things that you brought today is a speech? So yeah, I've not listened to any of the things that I've brought to you today I asked my mum to find some raps that I did when I was a kid Fantastic. which I presume could be very embarrassing but then she also found this one speech which I think was when I was quite young at school and I think it's an after dinner speech which the premise of which is definitely quite problematic I can't remember it but I think it's something to do with Liverpool getting the Commonwealth Games and the uh, events that would uh, take place at that with quite a regressive stereotypical uh portrayal of, you know, the quote-unquote scouser. So I, I really I, I apologise profusely for uh, this speech and, and not the, the culture that allowed me to think that it was, you know, a funny thing to do. Uh, but um, my parents told me it is quite funny still, so let's... OK, uh... let's hear it. Let's hear it.
1: <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Liverpool Commonwealth Games <laughs> <What>? celebration dinner. <laughs> I've got a scouser uh, As you all know, we have won the huge honour of hosting the 2005 That's Games. That's me. And uh, we hope to make a really good scouser. Fist of it, come on. Uh, <laughs> That's a better scout action that I can do now. Become more prominent in the world of sport, however. We hear that Sport of the have altered some of the events uh, ever so slightly. Some of you will uh, know the changes, but just to be sure, I will outline them now in this speech. That's a really good accent, <laughs> isn't it? For the opening ceremony... Yeah, it feels uh, like Steve
0: McManaman's in the room. Petrol
1: bomb thrown by a native Liverpoolian. Petrol
0: bomb, that's oh. quite true. In the
1: traditional dress of balaclava and shell suit. <laughs> the flame will be wow. contained in a large overturned police van situated on top of the stadium. We hope <laughs> this is that going work? to be a huge spectacle <laughs> for all the Commonwealths to view What a great and prosperous city, Liverpool is. Oh, my God. Now, uh, on to the events. As I said, uh, many of Liverpool's Competitors haven't done very well when hosting the game so uh, we have changed some of the events Lean. to aid the local athletes here on uh, Merseyside. <laughs> I'll start with the sprint. Uh, competitors will have to hold a video recorder in one arm oh, and God. a microwave oven in the other <laughs> and uh, on the sound is starting pistol. A police dog will be released. hard oh, Hargles the on over. the uh, arse. <laughs> <laughs> still struggling on my arse. For the <laughs> Least. Actually, uh, the hurdles are very similar to this event, just with uh, added obstacles like car bonnets, hedges, garden fences, and walls. Oh my! <laughs> Fantastic. Mate.
0: I mean, it really is just. <laughs> oh, no, that's. Let's stop it there a sec. I love that you just in lieu of. a... a <laughs> Huge punchline there just it's went, fantastic. <laughs> just put, oh, that's a good word trick, in a isn't it? Scouse accent. Fantastic. Yeah. fantastic.
2: If you say a word quickly after a punchline, yeah. it just doesn't matter. Brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> just
0: chucking in one of them. Fantastic. <laughs> so, and that's what the Scouse want to do. How would you feel hearing some of that back? Uh, really impressed with the quality of my accent. I think, if you um, that would, is, is that better, better than that, I could do now really so literally just in that time alone we had petrol bombs um, balaclavas <laughs> and shell suits um, the torch would be in a police van on top of the stadium overturned police van that was a, that is a, a quirky van, that's surreal weird. image I don't really know how that would uh, it's kind of like a hedge hopping hurdles to get away yeah jumping over car bonnets yeah, fences yeah, yeah. stuff like that
2: I really do apologise for that it'd be quite well executed
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> horrific comedy I'm so sorry <laughs> should we a do should we do a rap then what do you remember about these raps so i started rapping at school mainly because there was another
2: kid in my in my year who started rapping and i thought it was so ridiculous that i wrote a sort of battle rap to combat him and then he, somehow ended up recording that meaning that I've, it was the thing that i found ridiculous i was then subsequently just doing myself too. so you later. you did the first diss track yeah, well, you started not, the first probably not the first track, but Red and Blue Coast, well, scored, Coast without a doubt. Coast. It would have been the first. Yeah, basically what happened was he was rapping. I thought it was ridiculous, so I wrote a battle rap, and then my little snaky mate. Like just went and going, told him immediately. Told his whole little gang that I'd written a rap, and they were like, "Go on, then record it, record it, send it over."
0: That is like, okay. That shows that shows the class of school you were at. That it wasn't. Go on, then rap it live. It was. Go on, then pop home for your SM56 recording yes. equipment and your editing skills. <laughs> Burn it onto a disc and then bring it in the next day. So my mum used to be a radio producer, so she had all the tech. Uh,
2: <laughs> sat down, just laid out some bars. You know, one take.
0: What do we know? What not, is that? One of these? Takes. Is, is that is one of these? This battle rap? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I know we've got three, three tracks,
2: wraps. and I know one of them is about cricket. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the other two tracks that we got. I think I did about five or six in my time. Uh, I think you should just drop in just see see what comes out. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Christian Austin. What's <laughs> <Picket one. Picket laughs> <picket one>. <laughs> This is a cricket <laughs> one. This <laughs> is the cricket one. Simon Darden. <laughs> Ian Franklin. Sauron <laughs> <Sorin laughs> Gandesha.
2: Oh, Guy my Glover. God. Turn it up. Turn it up. Clive Lambden. <laughs> <Landon.
4: laughs> ben Miller. <laughs> Chris Nunn. <laughs> <right>. Prez Patel. <laughs> This is the good one. Look. If you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted, one moment... Would you capture it? Or just let it slip? It's the massive clash. Welcome to the Saturday, the faded 2nd of September, when you'll have your say. You're the best team from the village, there's no shit today. Every player's got his strength, there's no Johnny Gay. So it's time to stand up and fucking play. Little wit green will have to fall down and pray. Away from our scary bouncers, they'll have to sway. It's help yourself wow. time, like a pizza hut buffet. But CDC... Let's not lose our concentration. We know we're the best. We've got a solid foundation. Every game has been tough. Expect much frustration. But today is the reward. Let's take the club to salvation. Perfect. When we play today, we need serious emotion. To the captain, everyone must pledge devotion. Listen to prayers. He's got the magical potion yeah. to take the first 11 to a league promotion. Well, you lose yourself in the cricket. The moment you own it, you better never hold it slow. You only get one, one shot. Do not miss your chance to go Top of the children's League, we are the champions, yo. <laughs> you gotta lose yourself in the cricket the moment you own it. You better never pull it slow. You only get oh one shot. Do not miss your chance to go. Top of the Chilterns League, we are the champions, yo. I'm swearing a lot to try and get you wound up like in American football when they have their huddles. We'll vote <laughs> a little bit green and we'll fuck them up. So they'll want their mummy to give them some cuddles. The green, their some ground cuddles. is serene. But the motherfuckers are mean. They want to be seen beating the mighty Cookham Dean but that's not going to happen their stumps our bowlers will fucking snap them <laughs> their up- our batsmen will fucking kneecap them we're Cookham Dean and we don't give a shite people are scared of our muscular might all the little wick players have had a sleepless night this game is a war that's all there is to say their entire team said that you were all gay oh, so j- go and um, beat show
0: um, them. show the way. every
4: soldier nice. stand up this is the <laughs> judgement thought- day you're lose yourself I'm exhausted. Miss your chance to go top of the don't
0: tell me you're not wound up for a game of cricket after that. <laughs> I'm absolutely buzzing. So what, what are we talking? First of all, actually, before we get into this, yeah, I don't think morally that's better than the. No, it, I didn't speak. know it had the thing about. Not even the gay thing. It's the uh, it's, it's the, the poshest match. thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> 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 you're. Enunciation of T's in that song is I, I, I think I think it would be insincere to affect a way of not talking just because for your rap career, you know, that sort of mic fine with, fine with it for your public speaking career. Well. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things I, you don't often hear in a rap. Village. Yeah. Um, Pizza Hut Buffet. <laughs> Chilton League. But then at one point you said, we're going to fucking play. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, all right. It's going to be up. Now... Did you play this before the yeah, game so I, it to was, the team? Yeah, so I played uh, Village Cricket growing up. Uh, I couldn't play
2: in the last match. We needed to win it to get promotion. So I thought the only way that my presence could be felt on the team, my motivational inspiration would be to send them a rap, uh, which they huddled around a CD player before they went out to field and all listened to that, you know, and and they won
0: and we got promoted. So, oh, right. Yeah. So it did actually, you could argue, it did actually work. It necessarily worked. When you say Village Cricket... Yep. Yeah. What sort of age ranges are we talking in this squad? Because the Village Cricket, I associate with being like any age from like 14 to like 50. The players that I read out at the start, the the nucleus would be
2: sort of 14 to 30, but then you had a few talented 40-year-olds and
0: 50-year-olds still knocking about. And they would have listened to this?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, (laughs) I, 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 I luckily wasn't there to see how it went down, but... People still talk about it now, you know. I, oh, I, I can imagine they but, still talk about I, it now. I asked for this, you know. This was the first rap that I found because there's still people at the cricket club who've got it on loop every, every every, every game, you know.
0: <laughs> How are they it's getting like on you'll now? You walk alone at Liverpool. You know? What are they? Doing? <laughs> what are they? No, I wouldn't bring Liverpool up again, mate. What are they? Um,
2: <laughs> I'm what? so. Also, I just need to Where clarify. In I need to clarify. That there was one homophobic insult in that rap but the first one uh, I'm saying I, I used the, the name Johnny Gay as a bad player right that is someone who exists at my club he's called Jonathan Gay and at the time he wasn't good enough to play for the second level so I wasn't just using Johnny Gay as a well, then that you could argue. Home, but then at the end, when I said they all called you gay, that was definitely homophobic. No, but maybe they're, they're calling, calling
0: you Johnny Gay. That's your, That's how shit you are. Yeah, exactly. They're all that's calling you Johnny Gay. That is, that is what that's I meant. what you meant. That you I, keep the keep the keep amount I'm having good. to dig yeah. you out and this... <laughs> oh, I'm trained for this stuff. There's a lot of stuff in my past that's going to come out. <laughs> anyway, I... Uh, <laughs> this... Where? How are the team getting on now in the league if they're still listening to this? Uh, Any
2: idea? I, well, obviously it's not, it's not the season currently. Um... I played once or twice last year. I think they're actually in a different league setup now. I think that was back in the Chiltern's League. We're now in the Thames Valley. Thames Valley five hours. Oh, you're going to have that. to rewrite it. There'll be a new one. There'll be of the arrives in Thames yeah. Valley. I feel like I'm going to give up the acting for the next ten years. Just get <laughs> straight back into the rack.
0: Well, you've got an EP to release. What uh,
2: number do you want for the second one? Well, it makes no difference to me. I don't know what either of these songs are. All right. I'll pick two. All right. Uh, Any yeah. memories? No. Yeah. Oh. No, Diamond coming in the house. Diamond was my name. What up? <laughs> Pause it. Pause it. Right. Pause it. I was called Diamond because. <laughs> what are you talking about? The guy who I was, who I the other guy was called Chris uh, Brimfield, and his rap name was crystal And so I that mine was like a parody of that. It, I don't know why I went Diamond because that's nothing to do with mine. No, but it's D-I-E-Mund as opposed to D I A because and that yeah that I thought was a suitable
0: uh, satire on Cristal. So that's my rap name. So oh, Christal was the your rival that you were writing yeah, this I mean, track I, to? Yeah, not really my rival, I suppose. He was the one that inspired your
2: Weirdly, career. Tris- Tristan started rapping after me, did loads more raps. They are way better than mine. <laughs> hey,
0: this- <laughs> he was called Lil Trizzle. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's funny, isn't it? Funny than Diamond. Yeah, it's much better than <laughs> Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Diamond makes no sense. i was just trying to think of a rap name you could have had based on um, jewellery that would have worked for a name. This. I don't know what this song is. I've heard the
2: introduction. I still don't really know what it is. Let's have it.
4: Love, it's where we all play cricket. What? It's about cricket again? Cook <laughs> and Dean Cricket, cricket Club. What? It's another cricket wicked, 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 wicked. <laughs> <They're>, Sorry. Cook <laughs> and Dean Cricket Club. It's where we all play cricket. <laughs> Cook <laughs> and Dean Cricket Club. Wicky 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 wicky. This is a song about the CDCC <laughs> Brought to you by the D-I-E-M-O-N-D oh, On the weekend, it's cricket. the only place to be See the first eleven play and you will agree That nothing can beat a hard, bouncy wicket Ben Miller licking boundaries, that's just the ticket Bold him a half volley, he knows where to stick it As Boycott would say, that's, that's just good cricket Batting with Simon Darden, Ben knows He's got to get the runs and make the scoreboard flows Simon's educated privately in wears nice clothes, yet he still stacks the shelves in waitrose. That's funny. The others who get runs except for Ben BB, Austin Prez, and Clive Lamden building really high totals like Christopher Wren, That's so good. we can go and bowl the opposition out again Cookham Dean cricket, cricket Club is where we all play cricket <laughs> Cookham <them team> Dean <laughs> Cricket Club Wicked, 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 wicked To bowl a side out You need the right mix at sea Tom.
2: Okay, I didn't realise I'd done two songs about
4: cricket. Absolutely <laughs> amazing
0: that you only... <laughs> you know what the rap world needs? You actually did spot a gap in the market <laughs> Can I just say, it's very lucky for you that cricket rhymes with wicket. <laughs> 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 otherwise, you've got no rap career. Uh Yeah, sorry about that. I thought they might be a little bit more varied. I definitely did release like five or six tracks. It's really interesting Uh, watching you listen to these back for the first time and have them come back into your head and also justify certain lines because you have become your own hype man. You're now in it going, that's funny, good line and then just like topping the end of the lines. Perfect. Wiggy, 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 wiggy. <laughs> oh my god! Incredible. Um, educated privately, wears nice clothes, but still stacks the shelves at Waitrose. Yeah, that was
2: a, obviously a, a diss towards Simon Darden, uh, who <laughs> sorry, to him, as a soldier. He went to Afghanistan. You know, he, he's, done, he's done. But at that point, that doesn't rhyme with much. <laughs> <laughs> it was that was pre his uh, war hero
0: times. Very much during his Waitrose times. So. Also, but just like it just shows because stacking the shelves at Waitrose is like a lot of people would consider well Waitrose, like, yeah, that's I know. Posh and it's badly written. You can't handle it. Like, no, that's, that's the upbringing you super- had. You only had Waitrose <laughs> to go on. It's like, wait, well, it's a supermarket. It must be shit. Yeah, of course, yeah. No, I mean, what What about my other artistic
2: th- things has made you think that I had any kind of sense of yeah, what was good or bad? of course. What was <laughs> of, of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What is appropriate or not? <laughs> uh, that, I'd say that's more accomplished rap-wise than the other one. Oh, great. You, it's a di- more difficult beat. Yeah, but the other one was supposed to
2: be, you know, getting people warmed up, whereas that was obviously just more... Yeah, you didn't have to hype anyone up. Melodic, what was, you know? what, So what,
0: what was the purpose of that?
2: Where did that Literally, go? Literally, I just think the first one went down so well. A lot of these raps were created. There was a, uh, a local radio station called Cookham Summer FM that my mum did some production on and Timmy Mallett was the face of. And I did a show and every day I, w- I just made a rap about uh, the village and... One of them, obviously, my close to my heart, Cookham Dean, CDCC. <laughs> uh, so I think I just did it for that. So uh, you did a rap a day? Yeah, for, for, for a week. And then they've all been lost. If it's anyone out there rice.
0: has got... A mysterious three. fire at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> man, people are just begging
2: for that diamond.
0: All right, I've got to rate them now. Right. Three categories. <clears throat> First category is originality. Now, bear in mind I'm doing this for both for the raps and for the... Right. Uh, ...speech. Okay. Originality out of five... Well, they're both... One of them's a parody song, and one of them's a bunch of jokes about Liverpool that you kind of yeah. only knew because you'd heard other people do jokes also, about I was, Liverpool. I, have, I am just using music that's already been created. And it well, is so music that, that doesn't really do really That does. is really, by so, definition, not original. It's not original, but it's quite an original... If we look it in a broader way, it's quite an original thing to be doing at school, given that only you and, it turns out, two other people were doing <laughs> this at the time. <laughs> I mean, if that was at my school, it would be like, oh, it's the only one in the school, and we're all going to talk about that forever. Yeah. And never let you forget it's it, which they didn't. As you rounds hear. one year. As you'll hear. <laughs> um, Oh, I'm going to give you I'll give you a three Yeah I'll take that I think it's a generous a three but I'll give it a three for originality The yeah. next one is pure teen horniness Now <laughs> I've never heard anything less <laughs> horny in my life It's a negative horniness I mean that is absolutely the Frick least horny The, the like least rap, horny sport is probably the horniest music genre there is Yeah And you've somehow managed to make <laughs> it Very Completely unsexy. devoid of any sexuality as you <laughs> rap exclusively about wickets Yeah <laughs> <laughs> There's not even anything close that could be construed as like some sort of no, innuendo no, no, or euphemism. No, no. I wasn't thinking about that, mate. It's straight I was thinking middle. about girls. I was thinking about my rhyme schemes. To use a phrase you might appreciate, you were playing it with a straight bat. <laughs> and I appreciate that. So I'm going to go zero for pure teen horniness. Yeah. Mickey Mouse Club, alternative title, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Goose. The Ryan Gosling, Ryan Goose score, which is how much potential does this show for what you've gone on to become? Mm. Fair bit. Now... The reason I say that is, pit my toaster, pit my ride routine. Yeah. Tom Rosenthal. I suppose you don't do that anymore. No, Daycar. Yeah. you are in plebs. Yeah, yeah, wearing probably a similar outfit. But that wasn't the piece. So, yeah, you do public speaking, but you wouldn't do the accent, the raps. You've done things like this in shows that are like slightly more set PC. Mm. I wouldn't. I don't know. If, I mean, it's not the same as this, but the outlets there. So it's sort of like you do see potential-wise. I do see it. So I'll give that a three. Alright So 6 out of 10 6, six, six, out, out, 15. 15. six out of 15 6 out of 15 Is that good or bad? Does that matter? Is that a bad score? Of course it doesn't matter mate It's a podcast <laughs> <laughs> None of this matters Now you have to listen to something of mine Alright So uh, normally I would read graded. something I would read something and then you your grade this after Now this you told me you had some raps but you hadn't listened to them so I searched <clears throat> my back catalogue to see what I could find mm. It's not cricket based Mine is a rap parody though Oh mate I really don't want this to be on this show <laughs> Let's have it
3: Hello. Can I have a thing to grade it. Good evening. Uh, listeners, this album is dedicated to all the people who have been uh, patting me on the back from day one, telling me that I could achieve anything I set my mind to. And for all the people who called the cops on me when I was just on the street, trying to get my cat down from that tree, genuinely, a lot of help. Thanks very much. It's all good, baby, babe. It was all uh, the dream. I used to read Smash Hits magazine. Atomic hit and sinking and E17. I learned the lyrics on the cards. Five bad boys were getting down while Snow Patrol were chasing cars. I let my tape rock. Till my take stopped. Bubble wrap popped around a CD player and then got way back when New Buchanan did the heart attack with the Crayola pack. The Power Rangers got in trouble and I nearly had a heart attack, but I was part of that. Yo, a little teen, <laughs> short and stout, and now the times have changed. But yeah, the jury's still out, yo. Because I've got long hair and I'm a little bit skinny, but I'm a barebone man. I still grew like Winnie and, and I, I got, got bounce like Tigger. And my dad's a dot bigger, so you really shouldn't laugh about my feminine figure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I mean, that's like really horny. That's real nice. Whoa, where's the horniness in that? Talking about Smash Hits magazine, mate. You only lost one bit of horniness when you said you had a feminine figure. Apart from that, I thought like, <laughs> the music was
0: really sexy. What is interesting about that is I hadn't realised until listening to it here in these headphones that um, I had recorded my own hype behind it. So all of the ends of those lines, yeah. it's, it's me twice. Serious production. There's some production on never even on thought to do that. It's, it would be garage Band that. My Uh, first forays into garage band. I'm older than I want to be. What? And then, what was that that song about?
2: Just about yourself, really.
0: Well, have you heard the song "Juicy" by the Notorious B.I.G.? Clearly not. Well, it's a direct parody of that. So his one is, "It was all a dream." I used to read Word Up magazine, salt and pepper, and heavy deer Oh ah, right, yeah, yeah. So get, I'm literally get, get just get going, it. "I'll just do this as like a home counties young British lad." That's I mean, funny. pretty much identical to what you were doing. Yeah, but I didn't go as far as to make it about cricket. No, and be that on the nose. It was That's just a shame for you. isn't it? I'll really? just do a direct parody of this. <laughs> I didn't spot any homophobia in it though, which you said <laughs> was vital for a rap. So maybe some <laughs> of us were a little bit more together, <laughs> or <laughs> maybe we
2: were just a bit older and that there was a bit stories. more recently. I G was was quite homophobic though. In actually, if you're going to be true to the so,
0: Association. (laughs)
2: Uh, (laughs) What is it then? Horniness and. and uh... Yeah,
0: so originality, first of all. Well, I guess, yeah, similar.
2: The idea to parody Notorious BIG requires a level of originality, but. I think I might have
0: stolen that of someone else, actually. The genre. (laughs) I think I'd heard another parody of it. Yeah, well, you parody that.
2: You say, uh did you see my work? Did you see my Pimp My Ride? And think, well, the idea
0: of parody is quite interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw a clip of. Bo Burnham doing that and then was like oh, I'll just do that yeah and then everyone else thinks you're original and clever so originality what we giving it out of five?
2: Two. two. you know it's fine I didn't even get the reference yeah but I like, I like you and I like the idea of doing a yeah. rap <laughs> <laughs> of a posh kid doing a rap we need more of that
0: I think pure um, teen horniness no four four
2: yeah because of your feminine figure not to point off
0: what was where was the horniness before just in the vibe, the just, music, yeah,
2: the vibe. Yeah, do you not, do, do you not cast that as a very horny
0: track? I've just I've uh, on this podcast is it. the most horny you've ever made me feel, it, <laughs> without doubt, without doubt. On this podcast, there has been far hornier things that I've read out that right. literally directly saying, you, God, I wish I could lose my virginity." All oh, right. <laughs> Whereas this to me is the subtle, that's on the subtle Su- side uh, of, but it. but it's a clear attempt to lose your virginity, isn't it? Yeah,
2: you're not hoping so. that a girl listens to that. I think this guy's got the flow of notorious B. I. G. from Harpenden.
0: <laughs> I don't have to go to California now. <laughs> okay, and uh, Mickey Mouse Club, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Goose score. Yeah, and uh, it, you think it represents me quite well. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, th- oh, I don't know, four. Uh, really? So yeah. ten. Yeah. So, 10 out, 10 out of 15 plays your points. 6 out of 15 in yeah. cricket. How would we be getting on there? Who's the winner? Uh, that's an impossible question to answer, isn't it? <laughs> 10 is a higher number than 10 6. 10 is a higher number than 6. Without a doubt. So, technically, I win, but the point of this is that we're both losers.
1: That's
0: the <laughs> now, we come to your final piece. This is just the third wrap that you say you think is for someone's birthday.
2: I'm pretty sure that it is a birthday present to Andrew Ball. Called Andy B in the song, and I think it does make reference to Chris Dahl and my previous uh, beef with him. I really hope it's that song, and I really hope you enjoy Let's it. Let's find
0: out. Yeah, all
4: right.
0: <coughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. Get a hello in there.
4: I'm sorry. I don't mean any of it. I don't. Okay. No, wait my name is diamond and i'm here to say my shit no it's it not is already a crowded market this is this, From this is the, the distract streets of ckd yeah. where for the summer fate we put up a marquee i am well troubled and pretty poor i could only just afford my mac g4 i'm here to preach the go of cristal and all the other fuckers at luco right. uh, i've had enough this is this your is diamond I'm in the rough. <laughs> i I'm hot, and I'm a rap let, let me, me tell, tell you, you Ludacris, Chris, I got, got hoes, <laughs> but they ain't wearing on a powder sweater. They're dressed in track EVs, clogging up the 6 warm centre, offering up their holes for any boy to enter. enter. But Marcus Shaw's world, they, they are, are the, the centre. But we ain't here to talk about Marcus Shaw. We're discussing future star that's called cool. Chris Star. You want to be a rapper at number one? So desperate to be black, you're the reverse Michael Jackson. Get yourself a real <laughs> skill. Anything wow. you do doing this, just let me take a break and give your ex a Kiss. I used to go out with his ex-girlfriend. style of a flavour hot as the furnace. If I'm hit or miss, that's only because the target's moving and my Parkinson's disease is not improving. a weird thing, is it? Listen to how shit this is. The music of oppression by a middle-class kid. You may think you are the centre of attention, but any straight person will care to mention you as entertaining as a ruptured sleeve with the verbal dexterity of Jamie Dean. He famous, didn't say He's a critic, just a listener, and your CDs I'm a death row commissioner. Some people say, let your rap give flower. I say, keep the shit confined to the shower. My name is Diamond and I'm here to say <laughs> in, in what is already a crowded <laughs> marquee <market. laughs> to be the sick. streets of CKD, <laughs> where for the summer <laughs> fate we put up a marquee. I am well troubled and very poor. I can only just afford for my mat and g I'm here to preach the hip a pretty goat a freestyle and all the other fuckers out. But listen, dog, every rapper's got a crew. 50 Cent got to unit. Dr Dre got Snoop. The man in question calls the pirates his bunch, so when he lairs some bread, they'll this throw the a punch. Pirates, but one yeah. question for the is where the fuck's Johnny Depp? When was the last time you pushed a prisoner off deck? Pirates wear eye patches. Why are you an exception? Even if it does result in poor depth perception, <laughs> individually, <laughs> you up. people are sociable. But when you're together... It's another Chernobyl, as Dizzy Rascal said. Pirates stand tall, let's go and put a hole in Harry Burlow's wall. They did that. How about now we go and shot the guy? They kicked yeah, a hole over a wall. the godfather of rap. 50 Cent and Kanye West grew up being shot at. Eminem grew up in domestic combat. So you have you been shot? Let's see. I'm not talking about your fucking BCG. Gangster rappers got that to up in yeah. prison. Good. But let's give you credit, you're a criminal wizard. You're a lawbreaker in full bloom. Oh, shit, man. He had beer in his room, but that's not <laughs> it. Went on adventure like Alice into the depths of the Queen's Second Palace through the hedges your way, you Oh, this fought. is just a story,
2: yeah. Yeah, that'll it's get you on the come. cover of the source. He broke into Buckingham Palace.
4: And and a, lot a lot of this requires
2: a lot of context. Yeah, yeah. Home,
4: so I hope you can still rum about bitches in the club when you're scrubbing like a naked granny in the bathtub.
2: Uh, <laughs> I think he had a part-time job Ooh. cleaning old people. <laughs> <laughs> <That's it.
4: laughs> My name is Diamond and I'm here to say my shit In what is already a crowded market Yo, Yeah. CKD, triple triangle, pick it up
2: we put up a marquee
0: What do you do for a living? Well, well I just well, clean, well, old well, clean old people <laughs> you it's really oh, good. I hope Oh, but I get in yeah. a rap battle Because that's going to come up oh, I'm
2: sorry, I teed up the song wrong Yeah, so that, no, that, that was, was just brilliant. the diss track We'd oh.
0: heard about the diss track So it's good to yeah. get some closure on it I've got some things to say Bloody hell A <laughs> um, lot of backstory oh, God, I mean, where do I start? I love that Jamie Dean is just a guy who famously didn't say much. Everyone's got one. There was always one at school. Yeah. And he's getting referenced in the song. He was entertaining as a ruptured spleen with the verbal dexterity of Jamie Dean. I feel like spleens came up a lot at school as well. For spleen, it's yeah, like a, quick, really it's really like a quicksand again, type thing in anvils. It's like we only knew about them yeah. in the childhood. Spleens all the time. Um, nice to hear depth perception and crowded markets met. <laughs> yeah, met so the, the pirates were like their gang. Yeah. Know? It's just, yeah, it doesn't need Tell like... you what is a clever line, a clever rap line. Yeah. Give your ex a kiss. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 actually, yeah, yeah. Completely actually, didn't mean to do that, but yeah, no. Yeah, oh, what? you would have, you would have meant to do that. <laughs> I bet in the lyrics it's just the letter X. Mm, That's pretty that. clever stuff. Yeah, I just uh, I used to go out with us ex girlfriend. Just to add to the um, village and Pizza Hut references, mm-hmm. Marquee. <laughs> It's always a marquee, marquee. and BCG. Be, I, well, it might be. I just couldn't look anywhere without seeing a marquee, to be fair. I imagine that went down really well. It's full of so many references. It's like a, It's like ending on a song of callbacks in a Edinburgh show, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, like it's full of so many references to specific I things. I don't Your think it went down that
2: well like. with Chris mate. He was fuming.
0: Badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to We're do another episode anyone. where you get all his stuff. All right, he needs to come on the podcast, really, so <laughs> he I he can hear to, yeah, the response. I mean, yeah, we
2: should definitely get Chris Dahl um, face off. Would it? Is there still beef? Has it I been squashed? We never really he's a nice guy you know you
0: heard it yeah. here first the, the the crystal diamond beef is long 24
2: dead. hours to reply
0: <laughs> Tom Rosenthal thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you it was absolutely horrible thanks for inventing I'm really sorry for my horrible opinions that I have when I was a young person oh there's bad opinions but you're the inventor of cricket rap we appreciate that very much <laughs> There we go, there it was. There was Tom Rosenthal inventing an entirely new genre called cricket rap as well as doing some horrific public speaking. Tomrosenthal.net forward slash dates to get his tour dates. Um, if you're going to the Liverpool one, make sure to take your balaclava, your shell suit, uh, all your your Molotov cocktails to throw at the stage. You know, all the stuff that Tom thinks you like. Obviously, he's aware that it's a crowded market. He raps about crowded markets, so he knows there's a lot of tours on sale, including mine, so go and see that instead. Uh, Liverpool, I've always been perfectly pleasant to you. I love you very much, and there's tickets available for the Liverpool date, so come along to that instead of Tom Rosenthal. Uh, reesejames.co.uk forward slash live hyphen one I think or just obviously just google it just google it mate Um, as ever if you've got any early work you want to send us if if you think it can top what Tom Rosenthal just did then please send it especially if you ever made any tracks on GarageBand or something like that EJ was the original one then send it to earlyworkpodcast at gmail.com and if it's good enough and I believe you then I might play it eventually in the outro to this Uh, if this is the first time listening to the podcast go and check out some of the old ones Had some great guests Tom Lucy did some songs as well he had some songs Lyrics um, about being American, which he isn't. Lolly Lepopi did a bunch of fan fiction. Rose Matafeo brought some spooky stories. Maisie Adam did some love letters she was commissioned to write. And uh, whoever else has been broadcast in the meantime, I don't know. That's it for now. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, give it a rating if you want to do that. And I'll see you next time. Bye.
1: Planning for your next trip?